Welcome to the Beautiful Souls Podcast with your host, myself, Danielle Cadwell. I'm an Olympian author, speaker, and coach, and I'm here to dive deeper into all things mindset, manifestation, mission, and yes, some meditation. In 2013, I was an unfit, concussed, and massively self-conscious synchronized swimmer when an opportunity arrived that was well beyond my wildest dreams to begin training for the next Olympic Games. I was terrified. However, I decided to take the biggest leap of my life. I went all in, moving from Canada to Australia and dedicating my life to my sport. On this journey, I made a vow to myself. If I could do it, if I could really make my wildest dreams come true, I would spend the rest of my life sharing what I had learned to help others do the same. So beautiful souls, this podcast is where I fulfill my promise. We'll talk about everything from the energetics of manifestation and the power of self-worth to mindset cultivation and how to step up and into your soul mission. You can think of this time together as kind of like a soul spa, where together we will wash away your fears, massage you with some truth and some love, and spruce you up on the insides with some spirituality. So, are you ready to be rejuvenated from the inside out? Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have you beautiful human beings here today because we are diving into some lessons and some learnings from my life experience because honestly, the best way to learn about anything is learn from other people, truly. Like, we can walk, we can stand on the shoulders of the people that walked before us. We don't have to make the same mistakes that everyone has made because we can learn from the advice of others. That's why I'm so passionate about, you know, my coaching and my programs and learning from other coaches and books and podcasts. Like there's so much good wisdom out there and I'm going to be dropping some wisdom bombs with you guys here today because this actually, this month marks, and I'm recording this in October, 2021, this month marks two years since Luca and I had set off on our journey of dream chasing, two years of dream chasing. And what do I mean by that is in 2019, in the end of 2019, um, around July, I competed at world championships. If you don't know my story, go back to episode one, synchronized summer Olympian crazy story. Um, and I competed with Ethan, um, which is what was my duet partner um, as Australia's first mixed duet. And then I published my book and I knew I had this calling in my heart that I wasn't going to be a synchronized swimmer anymore. I was ready to retire. I wasn't going to try out for the next Olympics. And I had something else to offer to the world. And I had this dream from since I went to Bali when I, in 2017, um, that I was going to move to Bali and live there. And, um, from which which, Bali is amazing but like for context living in Perth Bali is like a three-hour flight it's like the closest place that you can get to and the flights are really cheap so um even though Bali sometimes when you're in like the North American world it can seem like so foreign and exciting it wasn't like like it was it was crazy and it was cool but we're like oh like you know we're like a three-hour flight back to Perth if we need anything we can people go there for the weekend and stuff like that right little did we know the pandemic was gonna happen um so we, me and Luca had just gotten together and we kind of knew we were meant to be together and we both had this big dream and big in our heart and we knew that our dream was bigger than Perth. I love Perth um, uh, and it has a place in my heart and we're wanting to get married there actually. I don't know if I share this on the podcast, but um, 
but we just knew that we needed to move um, and we knew we needed to shift in our life. So we wanted to move to Bali and we wanted to be surrounded by the people that did similar stuff to what we were wanting to do. We didn't fully know, like I kind of knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to do speaking and I wanted to promote my program, which at the time was called Fearless Dreamers Activation. Um, <laughs> and we wanted to work online and make money and help people and change the world. Um, big hearts. <laughs> and part of me like kind of laughs at our naivety, but it's beautiful. Like it all happened the way it needed to. In October, 2019, we landed in Bali. We helped um, facilitate a retreat there, um, for the first week. And then we were all in. Um, and just as a preface, um, we have had a heck of a journey the past two years. Not only have we kind of started and like totally bootstrapped our whole entrepreneurial journey, but also like we've been through a pandemic. We've lived in two countries, um, three countries together, actually, um, Australia, Canada, and Bali uh, or Indonesia. Um, we saved a little foster puppy. We've helped lots of people. Like it's been such a journey and, you know, I think one day I'll share about it more in depth. Um, but the reason that I wanted to share this podcast today is because I've learned so freaking much in the past two years about going after your dreams. You know, I learned it in the way of being a synchronized swimmer and getting to the Olympics, which was amazing. But like, honestly, going to the Olympics, <laughs> the practical side of going to the Olympics versus like becoming an entrepreneur, there's so much chalk and cheese, right? Like they're very different. I don't even know where that saying chalk and cheese comes from. Like this doesn't make any sense. Um, you think it'd be something like, you know, like wood and water or like stone and liquid. I don't know. Um, you know, things are opposite. So yeah, there's a lot of things that are really different. <laughs> um, the one thing that I could carry over from being an Olympian and being an athlete was my mindset. Um, and so, it was at the beginning of November, 2019. I launched my first program. Um, it was called fearless dreamers activation. At the time it was 10 weeks. It really was what my program, the clarity code now is. Um, and it was based off of my book and oh my goodness. Oh guys, I have some beautiful souls that were in that program. And if you were in my first program, um, thank you. <laughs> and there was, so, I had so much heart. Um, and I just really wanted to help people and, and change lives. Um, but I just like look back and if you are somebody, the reason that I'm doing this podcast is that if you are somebody that has a big dream, has a big goal, maybe you want to start a business, you want to become a coach, you want to do programs, you want to become an entrepreneur, you want to become an author, you know, work for yourself and you're kind of on the other side of you haven't started yet. Know that these lessons, these 11 lessons that I'm going to share are for you. And even if you aren't that, these are still for you because I think that these are all really important life lessons um, that I wish that I was told two years ago. <laughs> and I heard someone say a long time ago, they're like, if you aren't embarrassed by the first thing that you launch, the first product that you sell, you're not doing it right. <laughs> And I think about that, right? I look at like the the first, my first program, it was like obviously a beta program. I had it at a much lower price than my programs now and like just everything about it. Like I was doing the best that I can, but I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I've grown so much. And I think the same thing as well. Like I started TikTok over a year ago and I look back at my first few TikToks and I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm so embarrassed. But you know, that's part of the process, right? Um, so know if you are somebody that has put something out for the first time, um, it's okay. 
keep going. It takes more than putting something out there once to to have it have momentum and create energy and be magnetic. Um, but please, if you wanting to take out your notebook and pen, write this stuff down. This is going to help you because this is what I was wish that I was told two years ago. Um, and this is what I tell my clients now and I work with clients and programs in 101, but this is what you need to know, okay? Number one, and I kind of touched on it before, I'm f- not fucking with you guys, mindset is everything, everything. Honestly, mindset is everything in this game. And if you're going dream chasing on an entrepreneurial journey, it is the ultimate self-development, seriously. Um, and having the, you know, I like to call it the unfuckwithable mindset that you're just going to keep going. And even if you get knocked down, you're going to get up. And even if something goes wrong, you're going to figure it out. And if even there's something you can control, you're going to work on what you can control. And even if you make a mistake, it's all going to be figure outable. Having the mindset of that level of resilience is going to be the thing that makes you. Seriously, if you take anything from these 11, it is number one. Mindset is everything. And I'm actually so passionate about this as well because um, this was what it was being an athlete. Like it was mindset. Like the the things that we had to do, like I, I sometimes look back at my athletic journey and, you know, all elite athletes and, you know, Olympians and, um, but synchronized swimmers guys are the most hardworking athletes out there. That's what I believe, right? Like the stuff that we had to do, like I'm thinking back to like 2015, we did have a time when our coach, you know, got fired because we were overtraining and overworking, but we swam in the water six hours a day. Um, we had three to four hours on land. We had team meetings. Um, we had runs, we had weight training, we had land drilling, we had all this stuff. And like, we would be training like this consistently for six days in a row, get a day off, maybe a half day off. Um, and you're exhausted and your body is literally telling you like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. And the thing that gets you through is your mindset. And again, I very much have shifted away from that belief system of the hustle and grind till you die, but it served me for being in that place because one of the things that I find that really helps, and this is a mindset tip for you guys to take, is compartmentalizing. Compartmentalize the journey and the steps that you have to take. Because what happens is we get really overwhelmed if we start to think about all of the things, right? We start to think about, oh my gosh, like I got to do this and this and this. And like for me to go after my dream and then this needs to move and I need to make this money and then I need to talk to this. There's like so many moving pieces, but all you can control is what's going on in this moment. And maybe it's what's going on this day in the next couple hours. And I even really learned this as well in my last year of training because I was working three days a week. I was training five days a week. I was writing my book. I was, you know, getting into a new relationship, which, you know, can be a lot of work. Um, And I had these days where I would wake up, go to train for two hours in the morning, then I go work for eight hours. And then by the time, you know, it's, I get home from work, it's like 6 p.m. and you're exhausted. And I'd be doing other stuff on the side, like social media. And I was helping out my sports association with social media and doing all this other stuff and running women's groups and all this stuff. And I had someone ask me actually when I was at my job at my mining company, um, they're like, how do you do it? (laughs) 
And yes, this did lead me to a level of chronic fatigue and I don't suggest it, but one of the things that helped is compartmentalizing. So like I wouldn't, if I woke up in the morning and thought about everything that I needed to do that day, I would get totally overwhelmed and probably have anxiety. So all I could focus on was the next thing. Okay, wake up and go to training. That's all I think about. I'm just waking up and I'm going to training. That's all. That's one block of my day. Okay, then I'm done training. Then I need to change and get to work. That's the next block. Okay, then I'm at work and then I need to get to lunchtime. Okay, that's the next block. And then I, then I need to get to the end of the day, the next one. And then I just take it like that and I would do my best to not allow my brain to get over consumed with all of the inner workings because yeah, we got lots of stuff going on in life. You know, just to be a functional human being, like between like paying bills and like feeding yourself and getting groceries and you know, like there's a lot of things and we can get overwhelmed by them, but I found compartmentalizing and this helps in business as well. Like when I, when I start to create a program, I have so much to do, like so much. It can be really overwhelming between planning and between marketing and between, you know, the payments and the checkouts and getting people in and then having the incredible program and having the excellent experience. Like it's a lot of work, but how can I just compartmentalize? That is a massive part of um, this mindset stuff. So number one, mindset. Work on your freaking mindset and have a daily practice. I talk about this all the time. This is my basic, um, you know, the foundation of everything. Have a daily practice, a daily spiritual and mindset practice. If you're a spiritual person or if you're not, then just a mindset practice. What is this for you? You know, this might be 10 minutes, but if you give yourself 10 minutes in the day, you know, for me, I like to say in the morning, but not everyone's a morning person. It will start to shift your life because you start letting life not happen to you, but you like start to create that reality. I'm really passionate about this and I actually have a program coming out in January, um, which is going to be talking about this mindset and this daily practice, which, um, we can create. Okay. So number two, let's move on. Be willing to fail lots. You're going after your dreams. You got to be willing to fail lots and then keep going, you know? And so the, how I, you know, have come up with these is not only for my journey, but what I do is when I'm working with one-on-one clients, I do help a lot of women kind of start businesses. Um, and I work with a lot of women that are aspiring entrepreneurs and they kind of need that step before the beginning of the business, but they're wanting to kind of the mindset and the clarity on what the business they're wanting to step into and how the fuck to do that, how to come over the fear, overcome the fear. Um, and part of the process is being willing to fail. You have to fail lots. Holy guys, I have failed so much and I could do a whole separate podcast on this, but I want to tell you about all the, the failures and I don't even, I don't, in my mind, I don't, like I don't have them flagged as failures. They're just experiences because everything needed to happen for me to get where I am now. Everything needed to happen. And I don't dwell in the failure because it was a stepping stone to where I am now. Let me think back. Okay. Back when I was 18, I started, um, I was doing network marketing, which again, I think network marketing is actually incredible when you have a great company, um, and a great product. Didn't work out though. (laughs) Wasn't for me. Um, what else did I do? Um, I, when I, on the other side of the Olympics, I, um, did like, I started this thing called enabled. It's called enabled E N A B L D. So with me and three other speakers, um, another Olympian and two Paralympians, and we were going to do like a speaking company together with the four of us. And I, I was, they're amazing. Um, and we had a photo shoot and we built a website and we were going to go to corporate places and charge like $10,000 to speak and all of this and, and I'm not working out. <laughs> 
um, and totally failed. Um, but I, again, I don't see it as a failure. It was part of the experience. Um, another thing, oh yeah, I had a blog. Um, I had a food blog and I was creating recipes. I did this thing on Instagram called DK Cooks um, because I really like cooking um, when I have the time. Um, didn't work out. Thought I was going to make a cookbook. Didn't work out. Um, what else did I do? Um, oh, I'm trying to think so much. I've had so many failure moments, you know, but it's just not making myself wrong in those spaces and realizing that I learned something from every single one of those little quote unquote failures that led me to my next thing. So if you're failing and you still feel the fire in your heart of that, you're doing what you're wanting to do, you're on track. You are on track. Another failure, another failure in this business that I have been in now, um, I had this desire in my heart, like, was it over a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago now, um, where I wanted to create a program for athletes because I had a lot of athletes that um, were in my field. And um, I created this program called the Athlete Accelerator um, program, which was like a four-week program for athletes. And it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was a failure. I wanted to have like 50 people sign up. I had two. Um, and you know, I really love that. And I learned a lot from that, but you know, some people could call that a failure, but it was beautiful. It was beautiful work to work with those two souls and shift their lives and help them in their sport with their mindset. Um, and it's leading that it was a reason to rhyme, but you know, so many of us, if we have a failure, we just ruminate on it and we let it define us. But the people that have succeeded the most have failed the most. You got to fail before you succeed and just don't make your failures mean so much about you. Cause it doesn't mean anything about you you are infinitely worthy and you know I love to hear about people because I know a lot of people in my field that are kind of like these serial entrepreneurs because they've just always wanted to kind of make it in some way because they've always had this fire in their heart that there is something for them and I love that because there's this drive and you absolutely can get to that place and it takes having patience to get there which we're going to talk about one of the numbers as well but just be willing to continue to fail but in that process as well, know that you need to continue to learn. Know that you need to continue to learn. Okay, so we're going to move on to number three, which is, oof, do not settle. Okay, this is really important, guys. Don't settle and use your intuition. Even if you tell me, Danielle, I don't trust myself. I don't know how to use my intuition. Holy crap -a doodle Yes, you do. We all have gut feelings. Have you ever had a CD person come walk up to you and you're just like, I don't get a good vibe? Or you're walking down one and you're like, there's no way I'm walking down that alley tonight. No, not a good vibe, right? We feel vibes, we get it. And you know, what I mean by this is there's some, you know, people, <laughs> there's some maybe products, some clients, whatever it is that you're wanting to create or go after, whether it be a coach or start a business or start a service-based business or a physical business, your intuition gets to guide you. And don't just settle for something because it seems like, okay, I love the saying, if it's, if it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. Have things that are fuck yeses in your life. Make the decisions that are fuck yeses. And there's been, you know, and I say this very candidly, like I've worked some, with some clients in the past that 
you know, I probably settled. Maybe I wasn't the best coach in the entire world for them and maybe settled a little bit. And I probably didn't serve them as much as I could have, or they could have been served if they worked with the right person. That was part of the learning lesson. And I do believe that it all happened for a rhyme and a reason that I probably got, I, and I always over deliver and I'm always giving lots of love, but there's definitely been times that I've settled and then it comes up as well, right? Because if we settle, then we're going to receive some type of lesson, some type of challenge, right? It comes back to us and we're like, Ooh, I'm having some of these in my life at the moment where you're like, okay, cool, cool. I see you universe. Thank you. I settled. I didn't use my intuition. I didn't use my gut. Okay. I'm receiving the repercussions. I'm getting the lesson. So make sure you don't settle and use your intuition. Okay. Number four, have integrity and show up with integrity. This is really important because the people that I see in business, um, and in dream chasing, ever, like 99% of the people that I see, let's say 98, 98% of the people that I see have incredible integrity or amazing human beings and just genuinely want to live in their truth and make a difference on this planet. However, there are some people sometimes, and I believe this is their karmic lesson, that maybe they are just wanting to make a quick buck or maybe they are just, you know whatever their karma is wanting to do. So just make sure that you for you, you show up with an integrity. You show up in your truth, right? And it's okay to frick to frick up. It's okay. Like, you know, I sometimes, I love it as well because sometimes I, you know, I mess up an email or something will go wrong. We'll have a technical glitch during Mercury retrograde in my programs and I kind of just own it and I'm just like, oh my gosh, guys, I'm so sorry. And usually like my clients are always like, oh, don't worry about it. It's all good. You're human, right? Like I had, it was, I had in one of my, um, and live channeled meditations in my program recently, my computer died in the middle of it. And I was like in the middle of channeling this meditation. I have all these people on live. <laughs> and I like got on my phone on Zoom and, you know, I kept going. And I just said to them afterwards, like, I'm so sorry, guys. Um, and everyone's like, it's all good. Don't worry about it. And I re-recorded it for people and just made sure I showed up in that integrity and that truth. So it's okay to have things that go wrong. And I find that it's just so much more powerful when we just show up and own it instead of trying to hide it. Like, you know, like we did a bad thing. Like I even saw an email come through recently from um, just somebody that I'm on their email list and she just shared like, oh, I fucked up because she like sent through the wrong email or something. And it's just nice to sometimes have that humanness, right? We don't want that happening all of the time, of course, but yeah, it happens sometimes. It totally happens sometimes. And just be willing to show up with integrity, knowing that you can fix it and knowing that you're a human being and you get to make mistakes and it's part of the process. And, um, don't beat yourself up about it and keep going and show up in that truth. You know, I love the saying under promise and over deliver. And, and, you know, what I always intend to do with my clients and, and the women in my program and the people in my program is like, yeah, I will show up for them. I will show, they are all in. I am all in. Right. And they is maybe more all in than they expected, um, for on my side and I'm willing to hold them accountable and I wanted them to have the results. But I, my intention is always to show up in that integrity. It's really powerful because energetically it comes back to you in the good ways, in the good ways and in the bad ways if you don't show up in that integrity. So always show up in that integrity and just be willing to be wrong. Okay, number five, ooh, stay consistent, stay consistent yet be willing to try new things. Okay, so this is what sometimes we do. And I'm a manifesting generator in human design, so um, I'm like, you know, could do 45 things at once if I wasn't focused. Um, but 
it's really important that when you're on this journey of dream chasing, whether that be starting a business or whatever it is for you, to be consistent, right? The people that fail, you know, I don't even like using the word, but in the long term, you know, are usually the ones that try something once and then they run away. I like to use this analogy. Okay. I'm just going to visually explain myself. So you get the visual in your mind because I realize this is a podcast and you can't see me. What a lot of people do is they'll chuck something out there. Like if you're a new businesswoman or business person, you'll chuck something out there or a creative, you know, or you're something, putting something out to the world. And then you'll kind of run the other direction. And then you wonder why, you know, you're not sold out and why everyone hasn't bought it and you're not like raining in the cash <laughs> or you've put up like one post or one YouTube video or one TikTok and you don't know why you're not viral yet. Right. And then, then we like, oh my gosh, this must mean it's not for me. TikTok's not for me. Instagram's not for me, whatever. This business isn't for me. <laughs> and then you walk away. <laughs> and, you know, I love to, um, you know, if you know Jamie Kern Lima, she's the founder of It Cosmetics, which sold a few years ago for $1 billion. Yes, I said billion. Um, it's crazy. But I love this story that she shares in her book about how when she first created her product um, back in pre-2010, they put they created the website, they put the website live. And she just thought people would be running in and no one bought. And then a week went by and no one bought. And then she got one sale. And it was her husband who wanted to make sure that the sale purchase thing on the website was working. And eventually she kept going. 10 years later, she sold her company for $1 billion. Like insane. But if she had just put it out there once and for a couple weeks and kind of ran away and just hoped for it to like go viral or for it to make a shit ton of money, she would have never be the multi-multi-millionaire that she is today, but she's also an incredible role model. Um, and I really, I love her book. I highly suggest reading it. It's called Believe It by Jamie Kern Lima. Um, and it's so important that you are consistent. So if you are wanting to, you know, let's say be a social media influencer, or, or if you are wanting to start a business or wanting to start a blog, you have to do more than one post one time, one product one time, one course one time for it to gain momentum, right? You need to show up consistently. You do, right? But we also think of energetically, right? Energetically, it's like having the energetic resilience and the energy to sustain what you're calling forward and you're building up you're not only getting better because every time you put something out there you get better but you're building up that energetic field you know like my program the clarity code uh, this past summer it was its fifth round that I did the clarity code and I had my biggest launch and I've had beautiful souls move through that and lots of beautiful results like from my clients. They're just beautiful things are happening in their lives. But that was the fifth time that I ran that program. I'm currently running my second round of Worthy and I'm going to be doing another one next year. The same with the Clarity Code. Like I've had to be consistent. But at the same time, like I said, be willing to try new things, right? So I know that I love those programs, but how can I promote it differently? How can I revamp it? How can I add something a little bit different? You know, like if you're, how can you like add a little bit of spice, learn something new? New, but stay consistent with what you're doing. Keep at it for more than a month. Keep going for six months and it'll be amazing what you start to see happening. Okay. That's number five. Number six, learn how you work best. Oh my goodness. This has been a huge learning lesson for me in the past two years. 
Um, because when I first started out on this journey, um, I hadn't been an entrepreneur, like a full-time entrepreneur again. Um, I hadn't, I had always kind of had multiple things kind of going and I fit my like little entrepreneurial things like speaking and writing my book kind of in the pockets of my life, but I had never kind of gone all in on this. And I was like, almost like at a loss how to even structure my days. Cause I was like, I don't even know, I don't even know how this works. And it honestly took about a good six months for me to get into my flow. Um, And then I started to learn how I work best and everyone's different. Like some of you guys, I know I work with a lot of women and souls that like are late night people. Like they, they love being on my calls at 10, 11 midnight and like, fuck that. I I can't do that. (laughs) I'm not a late night person. So I know like if I, I do my best, I usually don't have any calls that go past 6 PM. That's my kind of limit. Um, I need to have those boundaries for myself. So I don't do that. That doesn't, I, I did it. I, I did a couple calls like that. And I realized I started resenting it. I just didn't like having to show up in the evenings. I didn't like that. I wasn't my best self. If you're resenting something, if you're not liking it, you're not going to show up in your best energy. So I just don't do that. That's my, my boundary. Um, and you know, so, and some people work really great in the mornings, you know, like I'm in this place now where I get to structure my days. Like I don't like starting, I don't start work and I don't have any calls usually before 10 AM. Sometimes I start at nine. Um, and sometimes when I'm really feeling it, I'll start early in the morning, like seven, but I just know how I work best. and I don't work best in the evenings and you have to figure out what works for you. So maybe I know for some people that's working in a coffee shop for some people that's like having like, I'm an incredible multitasker. It's a manifesting generator thing. So I can multitask for some people. It's like turning your phone off for some people, you know, like maybe it's in the middle of the day and you need a break. Like you need to figure out what is best for you. And that's where you get to build that muscle of self-awareness. Okay. Number seven, whew. This is so important, guys, and has been a big part of the reason where I am, the, where, the place that I am today, is invest in yourself and keep learning. Invest in yourself and keep learning. I, in the past two years, I've probably, I would say no shadow of a doubt spent at least $20,000 on um, in, uh, personal development, business development, like minimum in the past two years, which is a lot. It's, it's a lot, especially when you're starting out a business, right? It's a frick ton. And so many times when I've done those investments, it's been freaking terrifying. And sometimes I think I shared another podcast. I didn't even, I knew how I could fix, make the first two installments, but I didn't know how I was going to make the rest. Um, and, but it has been the thing that has helped me get to the place that I am today. Absolutely. No shadow of a doubt. Yeah. You can learn everything on YouTube and you can learn everything on Google. Absolutely. But there is a magic of investing in yourself, investing in a program, investing in a coach that knows what the frick to do and what actually works because there's a, every strategy works in some way, shape or form, depending on what you're wanting to do, but find someone that you like, that you resonate with and follow them because they're doing something right. And if you're resonating with them, that could be the right thing for you as well. Continue learning. I, when I see people that aren't quote unquote successful in business, it's because they have stopped learning and they think that their way is the right way. They think that their way is the right way instead of learning from experts who have done it before them. You know, I even think of like, 
in sport. Like I had a, co- I always had a coach. I was never, I was never an athlete without a coach. I swam for 18 years. I paid for a coach for 18 years. I have, oh my gosh, I'm just thinking like when I was younger, my parents and like we spent more on coaches, you know, <laughs> so much money on, on, um, and, and having coaches and, and, but that allowed me to improve, right? I didn't go to the pool by myself. I didn't go to the pool by myself and just decide to learn synchronized swimming, <laughs> right? The national team wasn't like, we'll just figure it out. You know, we don't need a coach. Yeah, you need a coach. It works in sport. It works in life. That is why the coaching industry is freaking booming. It's booming because people realize that you can learn and grow so much faster when you learn from someone before them. And even if you have, like, even the coaching industry is kind of like new, but it's not really because people have had mentorship for years. People have had mentorship for years. You know, um, my my dad is a businessman, and he um, he I don't don't think he ever paid for a coach, but he's shared how he's had mentors in his field of business. He's had mentors in those areas that he's learned from. And you know, it's so important to have a mentor, not only because so often what you, what will happen is that your mentor will also have networks and connections that they can dive you into in ways that you would not have been able to without. You know, like I'm always, people that are in my programs and clients that I work with, I'm always connecting them with people, um, putting them out there, supporting them um, because you know I know them and I can cheer them on and all this stuff. Um, but yeah, have like being able to put that investment in yourself because I am worth that. And even though I may not see the tangible result, like I don't see something that's worth $20,000 sitting in front of me, but I know that I've grown so much energetically, spiritually, mentally, that I can hold spaces for large groups of women and do large launches and have big programs and hold space for one-on-one clients. And I can do that because I have invested in myself and I've had a mentor and I've been through programs myself. It's so freaking scary and I absolutely feel you, but it is also life-changing. There is transformation in the transaction. And if there is someone that you find out there that is aligned with you, again, use your intuition. Not everyone is gonna be for you, but there's gonna be someone that is and you want to make a change in your life, I always suggest making that investment because it is so life-changing. So that's number seven, invest in yourself. Number eight, oh, this honestly, guys, such an important one, such an important one. Get your finances in order and know your numbers. Holy crap. You want to bring in abundance. You want to go after your dreams. You want to have an abundant, prosperous life. You need to get your finances in order and know your numbers. I was like major denial for this for the first like few months of, um, leaping into this dream chasing and entrepreneurial journey. Um, And yeah, because like I was, first of all, can I just say like, unless you take like accounting, we are not taught proper like budgeting and money management, which just makes me angry because I think that everyone needs to know that. But anyways, um, we are just not taught that and it's infuriating. Um, So, and I was an athlete, right? So like I was, I never had to like learn how to, you know, read a balance sheet or do my budget projections and track my income and all of this stuff. Um, but it's so important and energetically as well, abundant people know how to manage their money. 
abundant people know how to manage their money. They know what's coming in, what's coming out. And this used to like scare me so much because I was like so uncomfortable with numbers just because I hadn't really been taught, you know? Um, and it was really, really powerful to start to, to get on top of that, to now be in a place where I'm very on top of it. I know what's coming in. I know what's going out. Right. And like we all have things that are coming in and going out. And unfortunately we live in a play in a world that <laughs> we live in a world that is not a barter trade system. We do. <laughs> I wish that it was sometimes, but we're living in a monetary world and we can't, we just cannot escape money. If you're wanting to live in this world, you need to associate with money. And if you want to be abundant and have effortless care and ease in your life with money, you need to start to know how to manage your money and how to know your numbers. So, you know, um, I've probably mentioned it before, but every Friday, me and Luca sit down and we look at our numbers and we go through our bank and our, um, we have a, an accounting system. Um, if we need to talk to our bookkeeper and like all this stuff and pay bills, um, and pay people that work with us. Like uh, we, we, we have a lot of things that come out automatically, but just keeping on top of it. And this is a really big part to starting to expand your fields expand your field because if you're wanting to be my more prosperous do you know that like the numbers because like why would more money come in if you're not taking care of the money that you have now right like if money is energy money is is beautiful and it is amazing and it's not bad it's just an energy but if we think that we're like let's think of just giving something to someone i'm just gonna give i'm just gonna give gifts like if I give a gift to someone and they're not, they don't like the gift that I give them and they don't take care of the gift, why would I continue to give them gifts? Or like, I want to give gifts to the person's like, oh my goshness, I like took such good care of this and I love it. Thank you so much. I love you. Instead of the, my, the, the person that's like, I don't like to look at my gifts. I kind of put them in a dark corner and hope that they don't bounce <laughs> um, because I'm scared of them. Money is going to go to those that know how to manage it. It's not a scary thing. And, you know, um, I go into this more in, in my program, the clarity code, but it's like, oh, money is, it comes from source, right? Money comes from source. And, but you got to start to learn how to neutralize your feelings around money to be able to bring in more. And you need to learn how to manage the money that you already have to be able to bring in more and hold more. Okay. That's number eight. Get your finances in order and know your numbers. Number nine. Ooh, so important. My friends, if you are going after a dream and a goal or a business or starting something new, make your mental and physical health a priority. Make your mental and physical health a priority. The good thing about, you know, Luca and I, and um, I've always kind of been, uh, I've always, you know, in the past, not always, but like in the past, like, eight to 10 years, like I really love health and taking care of myself, um, and being healthy. Um, and it always just made it a priority. Like I was, I, I just wasn't one of those people. I know a lot of like uni students are like, I just lived on ramen noodles for like three months. I just was never really that person. I think cause I liked cooking as well, but if we, sometimes the first thing that we allow to slide is our mental and our physical well-being right? We're going to start eating crappy food. We're going to start not moving our body. We're going to start like letting all those thoughts build up. <laughs> and we, it's, we allow it to be the first thing to slide. And especially if you're wanting to start a business or go after your dream, like 
you are at the beginning, you are the thing. You you are the one that gets things done. So if you are not in good condition, you're not going to show up in good condition. Your energy isn't going to be as magnetic. Like, so you investing and making powerful choices for your mental and physical well-being is going to make you more prosperous, is going to make you more abundant, is going to make you more successful. But you have to make that a priority. You know, like, so the beginning of my days now, like I... I meditate, that helps with my mental health. I journal, I do a workout, I go for a walk, I go outside, I go for a cold plunge, I have a green juice, I take my supplements. Like I serve me before I serve my business and my clients, I have to serve me. Because if I, I, if I can't show up, then the whole thing falls apart, right? So I need to buy, be the priority and that needs to take preface. Like if you're, you know, and the same like with what you're eating, right? Like if you're always eating crap, like if you're always eating junk food um, or fast food all the time, you know, you're going to, you're not going to feel good. You're not going to show up with energy. And like, I'm not a nutritionist and, and I'm not pushing any nutritional agenda on anyone, but you know, eat the things that make you feel alive, that make you feel good. Um... And you're going to feel it in your body, in your mind, and in your soul. And it's going to make a huge freaking difference in your life. Okay? So make that mental and physical health a priority. You know, me and Luca this year have spent lots of money on going to the um, nutritionist, um, which has been a lot out of pocket. But it's been so important because it's massively. I was having, I don't know if I've said this, but I've had a lot of health problems kind of a, a year ago. My hair was falling out. I felt like crap. My iron was low. I had heavy metals in my system. Um, and I spent had to spend a lot of money at the naturopath to figure out, but I feel so much better now, so much better. My hair is growing back. My skin is clean. I have energy. I'm sleeping well, like so much better, but I've made that investment and I can show up better. My business has grown because of it. You need to make that a priority. Okay. Number 10. Okay. These are fun ones, guys. You, you need to celebrate all of the wins celebrate all of the wins we can do this thing if we're going after a dream a goal or starting a business where we start to not credit our wins oh well it was only like i only made one sale or i only had one person in the program or i only got a hundred views or i only did whatever because we go into fall into comparisonitis a titus right because what we have done isn't as great as what other people have done. But you get to celebrate it all. Celebrate each client. Celebrate each sale. Celebrate each life. You know, I had um, a while there. I think it was just the first year where I like had this number. I couldn't break eight. <laughs> I couldn't break eight um, people in my program. I always had like eight. And I was like, I was saying to my mentor, Jen, I was like, Jen, I just want to break eight. Like, I just want to bring forward more than eight people. Um, and, you know, but at the same time, I needed to realize that the whole year of me just having eight is like, that's, those are eight human beings. Those are eight souls. Those are eight lives. Those are eight incredible, magnificent beings who I get to help who I get to shift their lives, who I get to bring joy and peace and light into their lives. Holy crap. And I had to celebrate all of those before I have gotten to the place now where I have much larger groups, right? And it's so important for us to celebrate each little win, even as minute as it may be. 
you know, I love doing in my programs, I get people to celebrate their wins, their wins and their challenges, but we have to train our brain because our brain is going to usually train to find all the things that aren't good enough. It's very, very much trained like that little dickhead, our brain. (laughs) But when we start to celebrate all the wins, how the reticular activating system works in our brain is we start to continue to find the wins because we're telling our reticular activating system in our brain what is important. So it continues to show us what is important. It shows us over and over and over again what is important. So therefore, um, we we continue to find it. So celebrate each of those little things. Like I I do this practice um, from Mama Gina called uh, Bragg's Gratitudes and Desires. So yeah, I'm bragging. I do this in my journal. Like I'm bragging what I'm proud of. I'm bragging what the, the little wins, the celebrations, because I get to celebrate those things. So celebrate all of the little wins because then you're going to continue to hold space for more. It's just like the money thing, right? Appreciate the money that you have now. Take care of the money that you have now. Take care of the clients, the products, whatever it is, because then you're going to be able to hold space for more. Okay, number 11. The last one of 11 lessons from two years of dream chasing so important, guys. Patience. Mm. Infinite patience leads to instant results. Listen to that one more time. I, just, I really want you to take a breath, stop for a moment, and just really take this in. Infinite patience leads to instant results. I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't, haven't always been that patient. Definitely not. The first year... It was in business of dream chasing and doing what I'm doing now, being a coach and running programs. I was like, why am I not a millionaire yet? (laughs) My little brain was doing that. Why haven't I helped a million people yet? Oh my goodness. I just like laugh at my past self. Even though I knew these things, I still felt it, right? Why am I not there yet? right? We do this. We do this with love. We do this with health. We do this with finances. I just want it now. I don't want to wait. I want it now, right? We can become like little toddlers. (laughs) But the important thing is coming back to this. It's kind of relates to number 10, celebrating the wins. Like find all the beauty that you have in your life right now and trust in the divine timing that you have everything that you need right now before you're going to get to the next level, the next place, the next energy frequency that you're stepping into, And have the patience and hold the faith if you feel the fire in your heart like it is meant for you and you are wanting to step into this version and this level of yourself and this vision for your life. Hold on to that. And then have the infinite patience to trust that it's going to come at the right time. I have a lot of people ask me this about love and relationships. Right? We think of the desperate energy. And this is, you know, I talk about this in um, my manifestation podcast, number three. We, desperate energy leads to polarization, right? The energy of desperation is I don't have enough. There isn't enough. There isn't enough time. There isn't enough money, whatever. And that is actually a frequency that pushes away what you desire. But the thing that happens, and I've seen this in my life multiple times, I've seen this in my clients' lives, that when you have ultimate patience, usually it comes in really instantly. And you can't fake the patience, guys. I, you're, yeah, I, there's somebody you can be like, okay, I'm okay, I'm patient, I'm patient, I'm patient. I'm like, well, no, you have to. It has to be full. It has to be embodied, right? It has to be the full embodied level of that patience. And you watch what happens, and know that it will come in the divine timing. And the cool thing about having done this for you know a few years now is like the women and 
I, I, sorry, I say women a lot, but I don't only work with women. Um, I work mostly with women. So that's why I use that word. Um, but the souls that I work with, the souls that I work with a couple years ago that have gone all in that have shown up for themselves, shown up for their life and wanted to make a change. I have seen their manifestations come to fruition. It's been incredible. It's been so freaking incredible. The life shifts, the joy, the businesses started, the money that has come in, the relationships that have come in, the opportunities that have come in. Like it is, I'm thinking of all these beautiful souls that I've worked with in my mind and I won't say all their names because of their own privacy, which is fair. But like, I've really noticed this lately. There's all these people that are messaging me like, oh my gosh, this is happening. This is happening. It's like, this is what we were talking about a year ago. This is what you were dreaming of a year ago, right? But a year ago, you wanted it yesterday. (laughs) A year ago, you wanted it in one week. But look where you are a year later. How amazing is that? Can you have that infinite patience so you can lead to those instant results? because that is powerful, you know, and this, I need to hear this as well, guys. Like what I say is this is a reminder for me too, because like I have dreaming big has never been a problem, right? Like my intention is to help millions of people. And I, I really, from the bottom of my heart, I just know that I will. Um, and, but at the same time, I know that I'm not yet helping millions of people because maybe there's something in me that isn't ready yet. I need to learn something more. I need to grow a little bit more. I need to shift or change or become a higher frequency vibration. I need to meet the right person, whatever it is. But it's all going to come in the right timing. But it doesn't freaking matter at the end of the day if I don't appreciate what I have now. Appreciate the life that I have now. Appreciate what is around me. Because there's going to be a moment where you look back at these days right now with so much pride and joy for yourself. Oh, look at me. Look at me dreaming big, having hope. Look at me just starting out. Look at that version of me that was showing up for themselves and investing in themselves and loving themselves and working on their mindset. I'm so proud of that version of me. You know, we hear about celebrities and people that have quote unquote made it and they look back on those times with so much nostalgia. And, and I really am blessed because I have seen a version of that in my own life. Like I look back on the times before I knew that I was going to be an Olympian. I look back on those times and I like with so much pride and joy in myself. Like, look at what I was doing. Look at the surrender that I leaned into. Look at the magic that it was to be in that place before I went to this competition that that partially made me who I am now we're gonna look back at these moments and really be like damn holy hot diggity dog damn I am proud of myself so how can we enjoy these moments because like I talk about and I will say this and say this and say this again and again Yes, you get to live your big dreams and your big goals, but it's the journey that matters. It's the day-to-day that matters. And when you're doing something that you love and you're following your why and you're living in your values, you will realize that you achieving the dream is you on the journey to achieving your dream. The dream is in the journey and the dream isn't only in the destination. The destination is a cherry on top, 
But if you wait for your happiness to be on the fact that when I get this level income, when I am at this part of my own dream manifestation, when I have the boyfriend, when I have the husband, when I have the body, you will continue waiting because you will realize it is a total fucking lie. And your joy and your peace and your inner like bliss comes from right now in this moment. And when you can start appreciating that, you can start appreciating the day-to-day, the minuscule moments, the micro miracles, the path to the journey and the dream, magical things will start happening because it's all happening for you. It's absolutely all happening for you. Oh, so I'm going to repeat those 11 for those of you that need it. Number one, mindset is everything. Number two, be willing to fail lots and keep going. Number three, do not settle and use your gut, use your intuition. Number four, show up with integrity. Number five, stay consistent and be willing to try new things. Number six, learn how you work best. Number seven, invest in yourself and continue learning. Number eight, get your finances in order and know your numbers. Number nine, make your mental and physical health a priority. Number 10, celebrate all of the wins. And number 11, have patience. Infinite patience leads to instant results. I've learned so much over the, ne- the past two years and probably in two years time, maybe we'll do a little update of what I learned more of being in a totally different place. But these, 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 this is everything that I wish I knew two years ago. But I had to get to this place to do this podcast and tell this to you guys. So listen, <laughs> so you don't have to do the hard yards. Do the things now so you don't have to, you can learn from my mistakes <laughs> and learn from and improve from all of this. And I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast and I want you to use this podcast as evidence that it is all possible for you. That dream, that goal, that desire you are calling forward is absolutely possible for you and it is waiting for you in the field. If you're willing to be a little bit scared and lean into a little bit of fear and take a big fucking leap, you will be amazed what starts to happen. But remember, you are worthy. You are enough. You have always been enough. And this is a magical time for you. I'm so thankful for you listening. And if you are listening right now and you're wanting to dive deep into making these life changes and making these shifts in your world and in your quantum field, I do have a one-on-one coaching spot that is opening very soon. You can inquire at the link below if you're ready and willing to go all in and change your whole freaking life in six months so we can clear the shit and the beliefs that are not serving you, get clarity on what you have come here to do and start to create the action plan to get you into that place. I have beautiful clients that have started businesses that have um, started products and service-based businesses featured in Vogue, hiring, you know, their first in like employees in their entrepreneurial business after only a few months of being in that space that have completely changed their life in a year. And you can do the absolute same for you. So have the faith. And if you are interested and want to take that deep dive with me and go all in, check out the link below. Um, depending on the timeline that you're listening to this, this may not always be available. So jump on it quickly. Um, and I cannot wait to see you in future podcasts. We got some exciting stuff coming for you guys. So may you have a beautiful day. I'm sending you lots of love and I'll see you next time. Welcome to the other side, beautiful souls. I so deeply appreciate you spending this time with me. 
My intention with this podcast is to uplift, love on, and inspire you and align my actions with this intention. But as with everything in the world of personal and spiritual development, take what feels good for you and leave the rest. As a white, able-bodied cisgender woman, the perspectives I share here are inherently affected by my privileges. I'm actively invested in learning how to elevate and support lived experiences beyond my own, and I'm always open to and grateful for your feedback. I am listening. No matter who you are, where you're from, or where you're going, I see you, I love you, and you matter. So thank you for listening, beautiful souls, and I'll see you next time.